to the FBA Profits Podcast with your hosts Zuby and Leland. Broadcasting from Southern California, home of skateboards, fortune cookies, Barbies, Apple, Blue Jeans, and video arcade games. All right, well, thank you for joining the uh, Pro Asins uh, podcast. It's our inaugural podcast. Uh, podcast uh, right now um, we're going to be talking about briefly about what Amazon is uh, what Amazon's um, third party party seller pr- platform is uh, the opportunities that Amazon uh, offers for individual sellers uh, on its platform um, and just sort of briefly touching up on uh, on everything that uh, relates to that topic uh, we'll go in more depth um, on each one of those issues in future podcasts um, my name is Zubi. Uh, Leland's here with me. Uh, we, we are uh, the uh, founders of ProAsense.com. Uh, we are a uh, uh, training and coaching program for new Amazon resellers, um, and uh, we also have a proprietary database um, or list of um, profitable Asins or profitable products that Amazon uh, resellers can. Uh, purchase via online arbitrage and resell on the Amazon marketplace. And if those terms are Greek to you, no problem. We will be going into more detail as to what they are and what they stand for in uh, today's and future uh, podcasts. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. This is going to be very exciting. So uh, I'm sort of like the listeners. You've been doing this world of Amazon longer than I have. So I'll be learning a little bit with them, but very quickly have learned just what a beast Amazon is and really what the opportunities are, um, you know, through Seller Central and what arbitrage is. And for such a massive company, it's amazing that they have different components available pretty much to anybody to jump in, you know, start a business, participate, big small whatever size so i'm i'm also looking forward to this process especially i guess really over like the next seven episodes it's going to be very focused on amazon and pretty much the lessons we've learned so far as it relates to fba absolutely and and uh, a lot of people don't realize this but um, the majority of amazon's uh, revenues comes from third-party seller platforms um, 53% of their revenues in 2019 uh, was generated uh, through third-party par- par- third resellers. So it is a huge, huge uh, focus of Amazon to ensure that it is, its uh, third-party sellers have the tools and, uh, uh, and, and everything they need to succeed on the platform. Um, they are a customer-centric uh, company. Um, and they do care about the customer first and for- foremost, which is great for us as resellers because that brings back so many different uh, customers that uh, we can easily uh, sell our products on, to them. So the cost of customer acquisition is very low for us, um, but um, Amazon does care about its third-party resellers, which is it's a big myth out there amongst uh, some reseller especially um, uh, wholesale or private brand uh, private label resellers uh, thinking that Amazon is just uh, you know they, they don't care about 
the the third party resellers would. In fact, um, they do care a lot, and they they put a lot of time and money um, and resources into helping third party resellers succeed on their platform. And in uh, a very short time, we've seen that just as us jumping on, <clears throat> excuse me, and being part of the seller central but we've also seen them protect some of the products that we deal with so it, it goes even beyond just the the seller they're protecting the products i think there's a great deal of effort on their part and, and we'll get into sort of those lessons learned at another time but it, it's it's both sides and i mean very clearly we most people know amazon right we're ordering it from it and but 103 million people are prime members alone um, there's 120 million products available through Amazon, through the app and online. So, so many eyeballs. So if you're a seller, you're a retailer, what you were just saying a moment ago, having that kind of, you, you can't replicate that. It's really hard to replicate that, especially in real life. You can't have a retail shop with that many feet walking through there. But on even online, there's very little competition uh, for Amazon. Yeah, it's not even close. I mean, Walmart comes um, as a close second, or as a second, but they're not even close. They just, you know, Walmart just uh, last month launched a competing uh, service to uh, the Fulfillment by Amazon service because they realized that they were losing so much market share uh, to Amazon. So they're they're trying to uh, to uh, bite into the market share that Amazon has, but Amazon's the gorilla in the industry, and and uh, there's no signs of anybody catching them anytime soon, um, at least in the next decade or so. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's here to stay. Yeah, and it's a it's a big vast company. I mean, you and I know different people who work there or have worked there, and you know, obviously it started as a a book company, which they're still very active in. And there's I'm not going to read the whole list, but there's a list of you know, um, publishers and all genres are picked. We, we know the media company, right? Uh, they bought IMDb, but they have, they're producing TVs and movies. We were just talking about retail, but I, I don't know if you know, they're, they're deep in energy and transportation. Um, they own their own fleet of cargo ships. They own airplanes, and at least that's what I've heard. And they're working really hard on the the drone solution, so they can make deliveries on that. That very, you know, there's other. They're in the hardware business, right? Kindles and the Fire uh, labeled uh, tablets and sticks and the Echo. And um, I didn't realize, but they also have their own robots. So they're developing their own robots for the warehouse, right? To move things around behind the scenes. And I can only imagine at some point that you know, maybe a, a new and improved vacuum for your home or some other way to move things around. And um, I, I guess really lastly, they're in the health industry, and this is like they're, they're on a quote-unquote secret medical, you know, project development lab, which is not secret. I mean, you can read about it, you know, everywhere. But apparently they're very active in selling products to hospitals through, you know, the B2B channel. Um, and, and they're already starting to figure out how to do pill packaging. Um, in uh, 2018, they bought a company specifically for delivery of medicines to, to patients, and that was a billion dollars. I mean, for a company their size, not a, you know, compared to you know, $280 billion in revenue last year, it seems like a small number, but that's a pretty significant 
investment in their future. So they're, they're, they're huge. And we're just touching on one, one little piece, but it's a, you can participate in a real significant way through, through FBA. And, and a couple of points to, to what you just made. The, the first one being currently in the, in the coronavirus environment that we were living in, um, Amazon is probably the only company that I know of of its size that is actually far exceeding everybody's expectations and still growing. Um, every other company out there, you know, everybody shut down. People can't keep up, can't go to work, can't do anything. Amazon, their stock is is maintaining its uh, its health and and uh, the the business that they're just hiring a hundred thousand new uh, employees recently. Uh, but to go back to your point of all the different industries that they're getting into, um, Amazon at its core is a data company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that data that dictates where they invest their money. And that's that's why they are in so many different industries and, and, and will continue to get into more and more industries because they generate and they gather so much data from their online visitors that they understand what's, what people are looking for. They understand what the public is in need of, and they put a lot of time, a lot of resources, and a lot of money into not only understanding that, but trying to get ahead of it and entering those things and and, uh, delivering the services and the products that people may not even realize that they really need right now. Um, So they're definitely... That not only are they in so many different industries right now, so many that we don't even realize, but they're going to continue to get into new and new, newer and newer industries. And as soon as they get into an industry, all the current players in that this industry become very wary um, because when Amazon gets in, they really make a big push to get market share of that industry very quickly. Um, the, the most the most recent one that I know of um, is is the last mile logistics. Um, they just ended their contract with FedEx uh, because FedEx wouldn't bend to the to the numbers that they were asking them uh, to agree to. So Amazon launched their own logistics company, and now they have uh, you know thousands of all those prime vans you see delivering products. Those are Amazon franchisees now, um, and they they're going to grow that. Um, it's it's one of the the hardest parts of the logistics system for them, and now they've found a way to uh, to cut their costs, um, employ more people, have franchisees, mm-hmm. train them, and use the data that they have to really streamline um, all their uh, product deliveries. So yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna continue growing. Amazon's here to stay, and and there is um, so much that us as uh, entrepreneurs, as people who are looking for either a full-time employment, full-time business that we want to launch um, on Amazon, or just as a side hustle or part-time investment, part-time income. Um, There's so much uh, space out there right now for us. And it's going to keep on getting bigger and bigger. Um, So they're not not going anywhere. Amazon's protected themselves, plus the platform is so um, efficient. I know in our household, the process of looking for something or buying it and then having it delivered, there's a convenience factor, but it's actually now woven, really. I mean, we're, we're it's woven into how we shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and their their AWS system is, is in everything now. I mean, it, it's such a powerful tool. Um, and with, with, you know, everything moving towards AI, 
um, Amazon's going to be uh, is definitely going to be one of the leaders in that industry as well. Oh, for sure. And it's funny that you bring up the web services and, as part of their divisions. It's there's one of their smaller ones at you know nine percent of the revenue, you know, twelve billion. But if you start comparing other companies that are in that same sector at twelve billion in revenue every year, even their little their little uh, division, the little branch, is bigger than most uh, in in that space, and it it continues to grow. Yep. Um, and just on a comment you were making about the entrepreneurship, yeah, if you have any motivation to try to do your own thing, and the process that we've gone through with Pro Asins has been amazing. I, it, it used to be you had to come up with an idea or get a franchise or have an in somewhere and then to be able to grow that into a business. And it seems the FBA and especially, you know, that whole process and we can, we can dig into, you know, what the arbitrage is uh, later, but to be able to have access to starting your own thing and how much time, energy, effort, and of course, capital, you know, money, it takes money to, to do something, you can go very little, a few hundred a month, or you could go very aggressively. And you're really rewarded either way, as long as you follow certain guidelines, and you can sort of dictate your days and how much effort you want to put in or not put into it. And like you said, side hustle, secondary hustle, uh, make it, you know, a primary, we know people who have built very large businesses, successful businesses on just focusing on that. Yes, and and I think that with that with that leadway, um, let's let's get into some of the uh, the nuts and bolts of what Amazon's third party seller platform actually um, actually delivers. Uh, so on Amazon, uh, there are three main business models uh, that you can use as a third party reseller. They include the arbitrage business model. Uh, the wholesale business model and the private label uh, business model. We'll go into more details. Uh, we'll do a specific podcast for each one of those uh, those models. But just to give you a brief overview of everything, um, the arbitrage model is basically uh, you go and find something that's selling for less at a different retailer um, and using the tools um, that are available for third-party resellers, you determine whether or not that product is one selling on Amazon.com, two, uh, what price it's selling on, and three, if it meets, uh, if you purchase it at the price that is selling at this one retailer and you resell it at on Amazon, does it meet the ROI requirement that you have, whether it's 20%, 30%, 50%, whatever your ROI requirement is. Um, there, are, there are tools out there that will help you identify this stuff. So you can it's the easiest model to get into. Um, there's two different um, prongs to the arbitrage model, uh, the retail and the online arbitrage, uh, which we can go into more detail later. But it's the easiest business model to get into. It's the, uh, you, you know, you can you can have your store set up and running within a week um, and have products shipped into Amazon uh, to start selling right away. Um, and it requires the least amount of capital. Um, there is a learning curve with all of these business models. Uh, but the learning curve for this model is probably the the smallest as, co uh, as compared to the other two. Um, definitely the initial investment is less um, as well as uh, the rate of return that you will get. Uh, you'll, you'll see your money 
return to you and your profits return to you much faster uh, than on the wholesale and the private label uh, business models. And to um, me, this whole- one, sorry to interrupt you, this one seems to be the most like exciting, the most tangible. And just to recapitulate it, it's, it's find something, you know, buy low, sell high, right? And that's, that's, you know, it's like you're painting for gold, but at the peak of the gold rush, because you're able to find things that are on a sale at one place, and then it's really something that people are paying a premium for on Amazon for whatever reason, right? Absolutely. And and it's, you know, they're paying a premium for um, on Amazon, one, because of the uh, trustworthiness that Amazon already has with the customers, mm-hmm. uh, and two, because of the shipping rates. And, you know, a- Amazon has uh, free shipping, two-day shipping, one-day shipping now uh, for Prime members. So uh, th- there's th- the convenience of purchasing from Amazon has such a high value to people that they're willing to pay uh, and a higher cost. It, it, it's an astounding uh, stats I'm, and think I'm, about. I'm guilty of it. I'm, I'm sure there's been so, times I've seen on there, like I go, that's not what that costs. That's like a dollar more. Yep. But I'll go ahead and buy it because I know for Prime it's going to be on my doorstep in a day or two, if not within hours. I've had different tech things arrive in the same day. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, that is uh, why Amazon is such a key place to start a business like this um, you know the, the arbitrage model um, it's for me at least it's the only place uh, to really start uh, a business on Amazon because even if you decide to go ahead and do wholesale and private label unless you already have um, you already, you're already a manufacturer you have a brand and you're selling your products at your store uh, somewhere, or you have an online store, and you already have a manufacturing facility, and you already have physical inventory. Um, then, to learn the Amazon way, um, the easiest way to do it is the arbitrage model, and then you grow and you scale with the other two business models once and if you want to get there. Um, but initially, uh, it is it is the best and easiest way to to dip your toe into the Amazon uh, waters and to really start generating revenue, generating sales, and generating profit. And it being an inventory-based model, the more money you put into your own business for your inventory, the higher your sales and the higher your returns are going to be, mm-hmm. as long as you pick the right inventory. Uh, and that's where, you know, ProAsins would come in uh, or, or, you know, their tools and, and, and um ways out there to ensure uh, that you do your research uh, to make sure that you're not buying products that are just going to sit on the shelf or in an Amazon warehouse uh, for months and months and months and uh, start costing you for inventory uh, fee costs and whatnot. Um, so with that, um, so that the, after the arbitrage model, the, the wholesale business model was the second business model on it uh, on Amazon. Um, and what that is basically is um, you take on the role of a um, salesperson. Uh, you contact, uh, you, you, you go out there and try to find names, numbers, email addresses of uh, manufacturers that are not selling their products on Amazon right now. Um, you do your due diligence and research, and, um, or even if they are, uh, but they're not selling it themselves. They have other sellers sell it. Uh, then you contact those manufacturers and you try to negotiate a wholesale contract with them where you purchase their products in bulk um, at a wholesale price and then you turn around and list them and sell them on the Amazon marketplace. 
Now, with this model, obviously your initial investment um, in order to get a, a good rate of return from the products that you're getting at wholesale has to be much higher uh, because um, any manufacturer that would sign a wholesale contract with you would require a minimum order quantity and uh, usually th those minimum orders are pretty high. Um, so starting out in the wholesale uh, business model is a lot more risky, um, but once you get to a point where you can start uh, doing wholesale, you can really generate some good numbers um, and uh, complement your arbitrage business model um, as you grow and scale. Um, so it, it is definitely um, a lucrative business model, but we would not recommend jumping into that uh, side of the pool right off the bat. No, I would say unless you have an in to somebody, some brand, some product, uh, or it's your own, you could be a wholesaler yourself and say, hey, I need to start addressing the 800-pound gorilla, uh, which is the distribution and the sales and the marketing and everything through through Amazon. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot to take on. Uh, to me, it, you know, arbitrage is fun, and you can do it with just about any product. You can do your homework. You can use systems like what we have. There's other ones out there. Or you can do it on your own, right? You, if you enjoy looking through uh, websites and, you know, uh, being at the store and see something on sale and then look at Amazon, you're independent. You can do it anywhere you want. You can take those risks yourself. To me, it seems like the wholesale, you're mitigating some of that risk because, quote, unquote, you're getting a great deal, the wholesale price on it. But it's really establishing those relationships. So I'm, I'm with you. Unless you have that relationship already established, you're pushing a rock up the hill right right to begin and if you're new to Amazon and the seller central um, that's a lot that's big bites to take all at the same time absolutely and then you have to keep in mind as well that if you don't have that existing relationship and you you contact a, a brand or a manufacturer and they do agree to uh, some kind of a wholesale contract with you you can be pretty sure that you're not the only one that they have that contract with or that they have as a wholesaler Mm -hmm. uh, which means that you're now competing with other wholesalers on Amazon. Um, mm -hmm. And people who might have uh, a higher initial investment, they got a better deal um, on their contract, um, on their wholesale contract. So they actually, their cost is lower than yours, so they can afford to sell it at, at a smaller or cheaper price than yours. And if they have sufficient inventory, you're now sitting with a large amount of inventory that either you can't sell at a profit or you're going to have to sell it at a loss um, to, to, to get your capital back. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a very, there's a lot of nuances involved with the wholesale side of it. Um, and unless you have already uh, some experience in that business, um, business model, uh, we wouldn't recommend jumping into it right off the bat. No, and the segue you hear, it seems like we're taking, you know, steps. We got the the walk or the crawl, sorry, the walk, run, and you know you're heading into really the sprint territory, which you know, I'll tee it up for you is the private label, right? Exactly, and the, the private label is where, um, in my opinion, where you can really hit those home runs. You know, where um, if if you see all these, uh, if you go on YouTube or uh, any of the other social media platforms. You see these 20-some-odd-year-olds uh, with their Bugattis and whatnot. You know, they're, they're renting those Bugattis uh, in order to show you that, hey, this is look, look at how much money I can make off of Amazon. And they, they do make a good amount of money, um, but most of it is through the private label process. And most, and it, but it's n nowhere near what they try to portray uh, 
that they have or that they make. But you can have some serious home runs with private label. Uh, the downside of it is you have to go through a lot of strikeouts um, in order well, to before, get to Before that. you go on, and you're going to, you know, you got to go, you know, kiss a lot of frogs type thing. But I think you need to describe what private label is because if somebody's just jumping on here right now, are they going to understand, you know, what you're saying? So do you have like an example of one? Well, private label is just basically you are creating a brand uh, for yourself. Um, so uh, uh, an easy example. Well, thank you for joining us for the first inaugural podcast for Zuby and I. You can catch the second one, which covers private labeling and a whole lot more. Check it out. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to FB of Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbofprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.